0: This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news. Airline developments analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg/aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation podcast, and now your host, Dan.
1: Well, it's that time again. It's time for another episode of the DJ's Aviation Podcast, as it is Saturday. Well, technically Sunday, as this is being recorded, uh, May the 1st at 3am on the dot local time. But naturally, I know a lot of people will probably be listening to this on their Saturday or maybe during the week. So a massive hello to you. I hope your day has been going superbly, and I hope you do enjoy what's in store for this podcast. As the title does indeed suggest, this podcast is back to the roots, and that being Aviation. I can confirm that I have had my wisdom teeth surgery now. It went all well, and I actually have been documenting the experience uh, through notes, and that will be turned into a podcast. But as for now, I thought I would give you an aviation podcast, considering this is the DJ's aviation podcast. But don't worry, maybe the wisdom teeth episode will be like a bonus one in the middle of the week, just so you can... I guess laugh at the experiences I had because it was a pretty, pretty odd week and unique experience that I have never had before. Before I get underway, I wanted to remind you, you can listen to the DJ's Aviation Podcast on any streaming platform of your choice. That means you can listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Amazon. Um, Obviously, I'll say probably the best for most people would be Spotify but make sure to drop a follow uh, via Spotify so that way you're notified, or you can subscribe to the feed um, on Apple. And of course, review the podcast if you do enjoy. Well, it's been a pretty big week for aircraft manufacturer Boeing within the aviation industry as they released their quarterly results. And there's been a lot to unpack. I have unpacked it very partially on my youtube channel and if you'd like to watch it in video form you can definitely go back and do that but naturally these podcasts well there's a bit more rambling there's a bit more of my own personal opinion and so forth and i feel like at the very least people do value hearing maybe a little bit more in depth and and videos you only have a certain amount of time like i can't ramble for 20 minutes in a video no one will watch but for podcasts i'm not too fussed on the time constraints I thought we would get right underway with the Boeing 777X. That's uh, an aircraft I really, really like. Like, don't get me wrong, I really like the 777X. In fact, I'm pretty excited to see it eventually fly, but we can't, um, we definitely can't argue with the fact that it has been absolutely riddled with delays in recent years. And um, that's only continuing with Boeing confirming a report by the Air Current this week that their 777X deliveries would be delayed until early 2025 or the middle of 2025, which deals another blow to the program that add, was initially meant to see deliveries commence in the middle of 2020. So that's a five-year delay. They note that production will cease for a little bit just until 2023. Um, And then they'll get back underway with the production and the certification program. They're experiencing continued delays and difficulties with this aircraft. But the problem really at Boeing is it's not just the 777X that is incurring delays, as I will get on to as this video does progress, because we do have difficulties with Air Force One. The seven three seven max ten, the Boeing seven eight seven Dreamliner, and then of course the sole aircraft I'm talking about now being the triple seven X. Initially, Boeing was targeting certification to be completed uh, in 2023, late 2023, and they did actually see deliveries potentially even taking place in late 2023, the last quarter as well. Now that was Boeing's predictions. I think if you listened into any. Airline executives, especially Tim Clark, who was very, very vocal about the certification plans for the aircraft. He didn't believe that they would welcome the aircraft on until the midway point of 2024, indicating that yes, while certification may come at 2023, it would be a lot longer until you know, the deliveries actually were able to commence to Emirates, Emirates being one of the first airlines to welcome in the aircraft. And he's been adamant about that even before the announcement of these fresh delays. He always said that he had no idea what the timeline was and was not actually confident in Boeing sticking to their 2023 estimate. And I guess he has been proven correct. But like I've said, even in the video, I never thought it was hard to see another delay arriving. It seemed like almost an inevitable, um, like I said, almost an inevitable that just we were waiting for. Um, and I guess that has arrived now. Once again, was reported by the air current, and then it was confirmed by Boeing themselves in their quarterly results. So the certification program will be pushed back a further 9 to 12 months, which would delay it until late 2024. But of course, then deliveries would follow the year later in 2025. The revised time is definitely taking a bit of a hit to some airlines plans. And I'm going to get into that in a second with the sole focus being Dubai based Emirates, who are the largest customer at the moment for the Boeing 777X with a little over, I believe, 100 units on order, although they have adjusted these. And I I may say that there may be room for them to adjust them even more so. Emirates are in a bit of a, uh, I guess you could say pickle Um, Tim Clark is not happy with what's been going on with the Boeing 777X, and I think that is understandable in the timeline and the delays and everything that's happened from that. However, in saying that, he knows that the 777X is the aircraft for them. So you're in that situation where you believe something is absolutely perfect for you, uh, but everything is pointing uh, toward moving away from it, but you can't. So that's the situation Emirates are in, but they are making changes to other aircraft. I will be getting into that in a second once I've finished just discussing the 777X. Um, They're basically just focusing now on working with the regulators and more, and also their customers, should I add, regarding transparency about this certification process. And uh, this is talking of the 779, which will be the first variant to enter into service. The 778 will follow. Although, might I just add that the 778, the shorter variant, has certainly gone quiet in recent years regarding an entry into service date and production. There's not a whole lot that has been talked about. That, in fact, the 778. F, which is the freighter variant recently launched has been in the news a whole lot more but when we talk about the triple 7x nowadays we're solely probably talking about the dash 9 with these entry into service dates it's been in development for a very very long time now since 2013 so uh it's it's been a lengthy one by the time it is released it will be 12 years and i think it will be a lot more in the making Uh, It's normal for aircraft programs to be delayed, but when you have airlines, say, relying on said product, it becomes a bit tricky. As an example, Emirates are going to be widening their fleet refurbishment plans, uh, essentially refurbing aircraft that were not initially expected to be refurbished. I believe if I uh, check my notes for this podcast, they were initially looking at around uh, 100-ish or 105-ish. That's now growing uh, by 15 So that would make it to 120, but don't quote me on those numbers. It could have been 100 to 115. I just know it's been increased by 15 and the refurbishments will be done to the 777 and A350 series. Uh, Just to give you a brief, yes, pardon me, it was 105 aircraft that were initially going to be refurbished and that's been bumped up to 120. So essentially now 67 A380s will be refurbished and a Further 53 triple sevens will be refurbished. So pardon me, the triple sevens will be unchanged, but the A380s will be increased. That's where the fifteen are coming from. So it will move from fifty-two to sixty-seven. Because naturally the triple seven X's do have that increased capacity that can be on par with what the A380 offers. Not the same, but it can be close. And uh, as Airbus will eventually phase out their A380s, they see the 777X coming in because naturally they've not ordered the 747-8 new variant, which doesn't exist. Do you know what I mean? The 777X will be their largest aircraft eventually, and will have to take some of the weight um, off the A380s that will eventually be retired. But we know that Emirates will probably be one of the last airlines to be flying the Airbus A380. They're looking towards... I believe the 2030s for a retirement of that aircraft type. The specific year hasn't really been said, but I think they would definitely like to extend that to the mid 2030s. Um, So definitely, plenty of opportunity to fly on it. Plenty opportunity to uh, see it in the skies or at a local airport because the Emirates network is so expansive that it is pretty easy to see their A380s. And I guess uh, we're lucky that. At least they've decided to keep them on. I know a lot of airlines did make the decision to retire the 380 during the global pandemic, but uh, Emirates will be keeping theirs on. Of course, they will slowly but surely depart, um, so there'll be fewer in the sky. But at the moment, now there's definitely the opportunity to jump on board one if you want to and if you're in that position. Now,
0: you're listening to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. Stay tuned as we depart into another topic.
1: Boeing 787, if you were unaware, the Boeing 787 has... uh, Give me two seconds to just grab up my notes on this. Sorry about that. I do apologize for the delay regarding moving on to the next topic. I've just got so many notes I wrote down for this podcast. I've got to locate everything. So yes, Boeing 787 deliveries, they've been suspended since the midway point of last year. However, that was not the first time that they were indeed suspended, might I add. It's been a bit of an ongoing struggle for Boeing to have a clear patch where nothing happened with the 787 and deliveries were fine, production was fine. There's either been maybe groundings that were actually out of their control with the gee, uh, the Rolls-Royce Trent 1000 engines, pardon me. But now, of course, we're having those quality assurance difficulties that have led to the ceasing of deliveries and production has basically halted. Like, you can just picture this in your head. You can only do so much with no necessary output going to the customers. The 787s are just hanging around and airlines are awaiting these aircraft. It is not just the airlines, might I add, um, that are facing the difficulties. We've got supply chain issues and it it stretches across the board. But of course, naturally, um, I always will focus on the aviation angle, which yes, does include suppliers, but maybe more so taking a look at what American airlines have had to do, and that's the suspension of certain routes due to the aircraft, these being the 787 not arriving that they were expecting. In an exclusive report by Reuters, they noted that Boeing had been indicating to airlines and key suppliers that the 787 deliveries would actually resume in the second half of 2022. Um, I believe I saw something mentioned about October. That may have been by Seeking Alpha, but like I said, I don't think anything has necessarily been confirmed per se on the month. And, um, naturally Boeing has said many times now a specific date and that's not eventuated. So, uh, always just keep this in mind when they do reveal something new, but I would argue that the deliveries recommencing now in say mid to late 2022 definitely makes a lot more sense than maybe, uh, some of their previous estimates, which as we know, were a, uh, A lot earlier and maybe when Boeing was nowhere near ready. So yes, the deliveries have been suspended. This was due to structural flaws and other quality assurance, and it's impacted the program greatly. Boeing still wants to restart production as soon as possible and does want to increase production on the 787, which had only been dropping, Um, but that can really only take place if deliveries recommence. Uh, more faith can be restored in the aircraft, which I would, I would certainly argue has dropped off considerably for some airlines. Um, and I think that's only normal. I think that's natural. Do you know what I mean? If you have a, a product that continues to be faulty or throw curveballs towards you, um, you may start to think, well, is this necessarily worth my time? Would I, if I was, say, going to invest more money in the program, would I maybe look al- elsewhere? um to something that may be more reliable. But then in saying that, um, I don't think necessarily think some of these airlines would go for the 330 Neo, they'd probably go for the 350. And look, the 350 is having its own issues at the moment. Whether or not they are being a uh, Qatar's exaggerating or whether there actually are like those safety issues, pardon me. Um then then yeah. So I think that just remains to be seen. But a lot of aircrafts are, are in the spotlight for not necessarily the most positive reasons at the moment. Um it'll be interesting to see when deliveries can actually suspe- uh, restart, pardon me for the seven, eight, seven, the specific month and how that will affect and what the, what the outlook will be once they do recommences and how many will be delivered, uh, how quickly they want to increase the output. And, uh, I think most of all, if they're going to be able to stick with it, do you know what I mean? Because that's a whole nother thing as well. Um, Just trying to take a look at what else I've got in my notes. I think we're gonna move on to Air Force One. Those are those contract, the huge contract for two highly modified Boeing 7478s that were ordered back a couple of years ago. The current Boeing CEO has essentially noted that he regrets this decision massively. He thinks it was the wrong decision by Boeing. He was not the CEO at the time but he said that they're going to continue to lose money by making these aircraft. They won't necessarily give up on making the aircraft because that's not something they said Boeing does. But um, yeah, they just say like, (laughs) it's causing them too many losses. And I think for Boeing, that's probably the last thing they want at the moment. I mean, they have the certification problems with multiple aircraft uh, and are seeking approval for their really important Dreamliner. And then you've got the difficulties experienced with the... Uh, the Air Force One aircraft. And, you know, it's a little bit difficult. It's a little bit of a difficult situation. They almost have too much on their plate to handle. And therefore, it makes it incredibly difficult for them. In a conference call with investors, he said, we took some risks, not knowing that COVID would arrive and not knowing that inflation would uh, take hold like it has. And both of those have impacted us fairly severely, which is completely and honestly fair. And I think you can definitely understand that how it's impacted them and the risks that therefore were always associated with taking this contract. But given what's happened in the recent years, especially for their aircraft, even aside from the pandemic, um, it only increases tenfold. Now, these aircraft were initially expected to arrive in 2024. Boeing will no longer be able to meet that. Um, And they're struggling even with negotiations that seem to be a little bit out of their hand um, with the Pentagon regarding these two aircraft. So... I think they're now expecting more of a 2026 20, entry into service. And like I mentioned, they're only going to continue to lose money. And that leads me on to genuinely the last thing, which is the prioritizing of aircraft programs. I will just briefly touch on that. Boeing is racing to get their 737 MAX 10 certified by years. And um, that's the final aircraft in the family they have on offer at the moment. They're looking to certify that plane by years. And uh, that's a bit of a lengthy process. But like I've said, because of how certification has changed since the 737 MAX crisis, everything takes a little bit longer. Everything is checked more thoroughly. And the element of certifying your own aircraft that you could argue Boeing did is no longer in existence. That does not happen anymore. It's a lot more of a thorough laid out process, which it should have been to begin with. But naturally, that will add time and uh, Boeing is looking at wrapping that up as soon as possible. But when it comes to prioritizing aircraft programs, it becomes very difficult. It's even hard for them to focus on the future, given what's going on now. Um, and it's, it's it's upsetting to see. Um, obviously, the 737 MAX crisis was upsetting in a totally different manner. And I think a lot of frustration was there. But when you get to this point, you're just sort of wanting the industry to get back to normal. And then you're seeing continued issues with the MAX Uh, Well, not really continued issues. I wouldn't say there's necessarily new problems being found, but we're talking the certification that there's the delays and you have the 777X delays and 787 deliveries are still suspended. It just seems to be a never ending cycle. And um, I'm not sure if I'm the only one that feels this way, but I just want to move on. Um, I want to see 787 deliveries recommence. I want to see the 777X get in the sky in the safest way and in a manner that is right. Um, but obviously the delays are not nice, and to think we're still years away from the entry into service to the triple seven X, and that's probably my inner aviation enthusiast coming out because I just want to see the aircraft um, flying with passengers on board. But yeah, that's just I think that's more probably my passion for the uh, the industry rather than my logical thinking behind the delays. Um, but yeah that's that's all the notes i wrote down for this episode like i mentioned it's an aviation podcast so i feel like it's harder for me to ramble but that being said we've been going now 17 minutes and i do hope you enjoyed it like i mentioned i did record an episode uh, regarding my wisdom teeth um i also still need to do my experience on american airlines um and i probably should do my experience with Qantas. so there's a uh, many more podcasts lined up and they're weekly but like i mentioned maybe i'll do a bonus one midweek just about my wisdom teeth for anyone that is interested because it's funny and I I feel like maybe a lot of people can relate to the experiences I went through and I'm actually someone that can remember everything which is weird like I know some people won't remember I got put under but I remember everything that happened up to the point where I literally fell asleep So, yeah, some funny stuff. And I think that would be just a more relaxed and laughable podcast than, you know, discussing what's been going on at Boeing. That being said, do subscribe to the podcast. Um, You can listen, like I mentioned, pretty much anywhere um, and follow it. That way you're able to be notified when the new episodes do go live. If you're not already like following on social media platforms. I hope you enjoy your week. Uh, Do take care and be safe. We're now into May. So another month down, the fifth month of the year. The year's going quickly, uh, but like every year goes quicker, (laughs) especially as you get older. Um, So just moving along, working on the two channels. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. I always appreciate the support on uh, this podcast. It's a lot of fun just to do uh, on the side. And yeah, do take care and be safe. And I will see you in the next DJ's Aviation Podcast. (laughs) Bye-bye. You've been listening to
0: DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJs Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJs Transport. Till next time.